0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for August the 13th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our Founding Fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time. For ride day, you got to dig that. It is, some say, an unlucky Friday, Friday the 13th. However, I don't believe in superstition. Hope you don't either. I believe in God Almighty. And he can make any day he wants a great day for me. And he can make any day he wants a not-so-great day for me. It's up to him, and I accept his will, and... I accept his love and I hope to do my very best to keep his commandments so that he will bless me, so that I will be protected, so that he will heal our land. That is my goal. He's given me my life. I'm grateful for it. He's given me my family. I'm extremely grateful for them. He's given me my friends and all of you and I'm extremely grateful for every one of you. And I'm extremely grateful to be alive today. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Hopefully I do not sound too horrible. I am still sick as a dog, but I'm getting better. How do you like that? Uh, I'll tell that story in detail coming up uh, probably next hour a little bit more. The summary, though, is the last radio show I did was what? um, August the 3rd? Uh, Was that Wednesday two weeks ago? Is that where it is, you guys? Uh, Hopefully Cameron Jake, can look that up or something like that. Is that two weeks ago if it was the 3rd? Almost. I guess it would be the 10th, one week. It's not quite two weeks ago the 3rd, I guess. It's one week ago and two days um, from a broadcast point of view. <clears throat> anyway, so there you have it. Um, yeah, and that's a Wednesday, right? I had on Cliff Kincaid with me. Oh, it was a Tuesday. That's why it feels longer. Okay, so really Tuesday to Tuesday, that's a whole week, and then Wednesday, Thursday. So, you know, I really had like, what, six, eight days uh, of <laughs> radio rebroadcast and i apologize for all that ladies and gentlemen the bottom line is i got struck hard with covid on july uh 25th i'm just trying to coordinate all the dates in my head here i don't have them written down i'm just doing the best i can and i got really really sick but i stayed on the air because it wasn't too affecting of my lungs thus far Uh, and then on the 31st i got tested so quote government confirmation I don't know if you know, there's Walmart antigen tests that you can just buy and take. So I didn't have to go give my name to a national database or any of those things. But I took a test and it was positive And that's when it started hitting my lungs. When it started hitting my lungs, I just could not do radio. Not possible. I mean, I, you know. Uh, and so, therefore, I took some days off thinking that I could get with the right doctors and get ivermectin, get the right treatments quickly, and I'd be back on the air soon. No big deal, no harm, no foul. The problem is that's been a nightmare in a six-year. It's taken forever. It's been very complicated, and I'm still not well. And I'm still not even on ivermectin yet, but hopefully I will be today. So time will tell. We'll keep the ball uh, rolling on that. Now, don't call me. I know all you listeners are going to call me and go, man, ivermectin's easy, Sam. All you got to do is go down to the cow ranch and buy some horsey, or all you got to do is this, or all you got to do is call the frontline doctors, or all you got to do is... don't tell me all this. I'm not interested in... Those explanations because you know what? Sometimes ivermectin is really easy to get, sometimes it's not. Some people feel comfortable uh, buying horsey ivermectin from the cow ranch stores and mixing it up themselves, other people don't. It's a very complicated um, rollout, if you will. And uh, for me, it hasn't all the uh, all things have been uh, not in aligning mode, if you will. But the good part is to you, unlucky suckers, on friday the 13th since i don't believe in your luck garbage and your your superstitions i believe that i will get ivermectin today a very grateful wonderful blessed not just luck day for me and uh, then i'll be on the mend then i'll be able to start doing radio shows consistently going forward my lungs are getting stronger that is great news anyway more of that coming up i don't want to talk about that forever i've got another topic for the broadcast today but i do think chris Carlson. uh is joining us. It's kind of an emergency joint. I appreciate his uh change on the dime to join me here. Welcome, Chris. Yes, sir, Sam, without
2: God we can never win. With God we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson
1: reporting for duty, sir. Are you ready for surprise topics? Yep. Sure. All right, we Bar, got our buddy. surprise I'm topic or anything but I'm pretty confident you're ready for this surprise topic too, though. I didn't just randomly pick it. It is on the radar, um, right now, big time. Although most people may not even be aware of it. Headline, uh, says this with president Biden now at the helm. America is on the cusp of the great reset. There's an incredible article written by Tom Deweese about this great reset coming. And, um, He's with AmericanPolicy.org. He's the president there, a good friend of ours. Uh, and uh, he talks about this great warning. It's called Urgent Warning. Sinister plan. The U.S. Federal Reserve has been working on this plan since 2015. It's finally being rolled out from, uh, with help from 80% of the world's banks. Um, prominent banks... Prominent organizations, uh, big business, United Nations, literally everybody involved in this thing, ladies and gentlemen. The bottom line is the rule of law in our republic designed to ensure individual rights from intrusive government is being replaced by an undefined term called social justice, ladies and gentlemen. And social justice is how they're going to push this thing. Social justice demands that the concerns of interest groups literally supersede the inherent rights of the individual. Let me say that again, just to be clear. The rule of law in our republic is uh, normally ensured to ensure individual rights. Okay? But it's being replaced by an undefined term known as social justice. Now, it's defined in some ways. You can look at a book. You can find this and that. People define it but there's no general definition it's a broad definition that can morph and change and and it lives and breathes kind of like they lie and claim the constitution does right but it demands that the concerns of the interest groups and that interest groups is a very nebulous term by the way that interest groups interest groups i'm sorry supersede the inherent rights of the individual furthermore the interests of the United States of America That's right, the USA now tend to take a back seat to those interests of something called the global commons. National identities and individual religious, or religious views and religions are being morphed into what they're calling nondescript and indistinguishable arrangements called global religion. The teaching of history has become an exercise in group promotion and political correctness viewpoints such as critical race theory and so on. With little regard for the truth in science, science has been reduced to nothing more than a convenient tool to promote political agendas. Self-determination is being replaced with groupthink. I mean, this goes on and on and on, folks. What they mean by the Great Reset, is exactly the opposite of what you may think it could mean or could hope some refer to it as a global Jubilee when you look in the Bible people think oh Jubilee a great debt forgiveness scenario your debts will be forgiven alright as long as you go along with their agenda if you don't go along with their agenda you will become an outcast like you wouldn't believe that's the summary let's turn it over to Chris Carlson and get his take they're working on this behind-the-scenes big time <laughs> And they've used this um, coronavirus and these lockdowns, and these business distractions uh, and everything else to um, kind of distract us all while they set up the behind the scenes details of this, Chris.
2: Yeah, Sam, I've been trying to warn people about this for years. Um, they wouldn't listen to me because the telltale signs were not obvious. But now I think they're becoming obvious. But they're re- they really are trying to disguise them. But we've been warned, Sam, by our religious leaders that uh, – wickedness would be more cleverly disguised today than ever ever before in the history of mankind. And it really is because it looks as if, you know, with with these vaccine mandates, now the LDS church uh, prophet has come out. I don't know if you heard this, Sam, this is disturbing. And said that the vaccines are safe and effective, which I disagree with. Um, But they're disguising it uh, in a package that looks as if they're really concerned about us. But what I tell people is these are the same people that for the last 48 years, Sam, have been telling us that it's okay to, uh, to kill innocent children in their mother's wombs. But now they're concerned about us and they don't want us to, to suffer or to, uh, you know, to have the ill effects of the, vac- of the vaccine or the, the pandemic so i don't buy their their lies uh they're not very cleverly disguised as far as i'm concerned i know it's all about control from a top-down perspective and um no i've been trying to warn people for years people don't listen to me they think i'm a kook even though uh, in the scriptures that i read we've been warned about secret combinations
1: so here we are
2: and now we're seeing the telltale signs more Obviously than at any time in the history of mankind, and I say open your eyes, people. You know, Amen don't to believe. That. Chris
1: Carlson, Sam Bushman on your radio, hang tight. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live nationally syndicated globally promoted talk show.
3: The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles breathtaking imagery as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like the 2021 real buckaroo calendar order online from rangemagazine.com loving liberty network salutes the spirit of the american west at rangemagazine.com So, uh, you two are real actors, huh?
4: Well, I was an extra on a soap opera for three years.
3: And
5: I'm best known for starring in cat food commercials.
7: Yeah, mm.
4: <laughs> And you're going to play our parents for how long? Oh, just during dinner for the next few years, probably until you're both off to college. Your real parents will be back every night at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock?
8: Hey, your dad's busy. He's got work, softball, client yeah. functions.
5: Yeah, and
4: your mom, she's got the literary club and play rehearsals. So.
5: Uh, don't you worry, they'll be back on time.
4: Otherwise, we get time Dime and,
9: and half. a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, according to the script, we're supposed to add- you how your day was yes
4: um okay i guess
5: Ooh. is that the best you can do
4: i think i want my real parents i don't see that in the script
5: no ad-libbing
3: please
10: there's no substitute for a loving
3: parent and when you're really there you'll know how much you care from the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints for more tips on strengthening your family visit family.mormon.org
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. I've got Chris Carlson with me, hard-hitting talk on your radio. Yeah, you wonder what happened to me while I was gone for the last eight-plus days? Listen up next hour, more details. Sick as all get out with COVID-19. And you'll get my uh, take on what I think COVID-19 really is, ladies and gentlemen. It'll back into this hour, by the way. So listen to this hour because you'll understand where we're going here. But we're talking about a great reset With Biden out at the helm, America is on the cusp of a great reset. And it will not be fun, ladies and gentlemen. The rule of law in our republic is designed to ensure individual rights from intrusive government. But it's being replaced by a nebulous term. Yeah, an undefined term called social justice, which means special interest groups at any level supersede the inherent rights of the individual. That is a scary reality check. Americans, sadly, are embracing it wholesale, though, because they're ignorant. They think it just means wonderful, you know, we're going to kumbaya, hold hands, it's going to be a beautiful thing. They're going to get schnookered, I'll tell you that right now. Further, the interests of the United States of America now tend to take a back seat to those of something called the global commons, which is a very big concern as well. So let's talk a little bit about this. It's been so vague when we bring it up, people just kind of glaze over it, Chris. But I think people are starting to realize as we morph this into kind of a nondescript and indistinguishable arrangements. People are get, beginning to understand, wait a minute, hold on. What are we talking about now? What am I giving up? What about you mean my business can't? And people are starting to really see this. Now, this is the 20. Uh, let me say this over. This is the old. Um. Oh, whatever agreement it was, uh, 20, what was it called? Anyway, now it's called 2030. Oh, Agenda 21. Sorry, what am I thinking? Agenda 21, now it's called Agenda 30. And uh, they probably can't get this done by 2030, a lot of people believe, but can they? Uh, And so we'll get into that too. But, Chris, this is something that's become uh, all too real, I think, for a lot of people, if they just know now how to back their experiences into plug that into what's really happening here the whole picture we used to tell that people were so confused about I think now they're not going to be confused are they
2: yeah a lot of people are waking up Sam and that's a good thing unfortunately it would have been better if we had done so about 25-30 years ago we could have more easily nipped this thing in the bud but now they've gotten so much power uh, the, the bankers pretty much control every congressman every president uh, that they select for us and this is not just in America. This is throughout the world, Sam. And that's why when this COVID thing came about, it, it seemed as if everybody was on board with the vaccine. Everybody was on board with the social distancing and all of these restrictive measures that take took away our, our natural God-given rights, Sam. It's because every, they had pre-selected these people, including governors, including mayors of major cities. And uh, how did they do this? Well, in, about 108 years ago, Sam, they captured our money systems. Uh, not only in America, like I say, throughout the world. So once you've got control of the printing of the money in whatever respective country you live in, now you have uh, at your disposal the resources to corrupt every politician, every judge, every bureaucrat, every business leader that you need to. And if they don't, you can just do what they did with John F. Kennedy, that you can get them out of the way and make it look like it was an assassination by some lone wolf kook Anyway, like I said, I don't know how what direction you want to go. We are in a, in a very awful situation. We need to wake up to the fact. I think that it's not too late, Sam, but we do need to continue to wake people up. Uh, and that will probably happen on, a, on an individual basis. I don't think um, we're going to have a microphone big enough. I mean, you've got one, obviously, and we're doing uh, just that uh, today. But we need to wake people up to the fact that there is a concerted effort, and it is global, and it is very cleverly disguised. I talk about that quote from Ezra Tapp Benson, former Secretary of Agriculture in the 1950s. And he basically said this in 1988, Sam, do you mind if I read that? Please go ahead, sure. He said that today evil is more highly organized, more cleverly disguised, and more powerfully promoted than ever before. Secret combinations lusting for power, gain and glory are flourishing. A secret combination that seeks to overthrow the freedom of all lands, nations, and countries is is increasing its evil influence and control over America and the entire world. And that prophecy, Sam, is is starting to to materialize in a way where I think that most people today would probably agree. Yes, there is some a, a, a conspiracy, and I know we're not supposed to use that word. They they want us to. Ma- think that the people that use that word are conspira nazis or nuts or off the rocker and i think more and more people are realizing but you know it, the deep state seems to be coming out more boldly in in their demands and their assertions uh to the point where i think that they're on the verge of being able to take control by sheer force and that's scary because once they get to that point it doesn't matter you know, how many people we reach and convinced that there is a conspiracy afoot, that if they ever get to the point where they can just take over with sheer force, we're, we're, you know, basically at that point where we have to take up arms against us. And I don't think that we're quite there yet. I hope we're not, because as you often say, Sam, we, we need to uh, seek peaceful solutions and exhaust those possibilities. And then, and only after that point, do, are we justified in taking up arms against them? But I don't think we're at that point yet. So hopefully well, we're not. Let's
1: talk a little bit about this money thing, because back in 1913 when they uh, jettisoned constitutional currency and put together a fake fiat an unconstitutional system called the Federal Reserve in the beginning, really not only was that the demise of our currency, because the only place to get money was government. So they created a monopoly. With that monopoly reality power then, they outlawed real constitutional currency, gold and silver for the most part around the country and that set the stage over time for them to eventually pull the backing of constitutional money from the fiat money they eventually replaced it with a fiat dollar um that fiat dollar then they eventually tied to petro or oil and they tied that to the petro oil because that then could be eventually a anchor global dollar and that was their real first foray into making america part of a global sphere not a national sovereignty nation. Uh, Because if you tie the money uh, to all these global realities, then you some, in some sense, set yourself up as the global leader. Uh, And what you've got is a global leader of dishonest money at the helm. And so the whole core uh, is repugnant to the constitution. The whole core is rotten to the core, Uh, but yet it has been used as the catalyst to move us into this international world further and further and further and further, whether it be via oil, uh, and whether it be war, whether it be getting other countries to comply with our demands uh, financially or uh, otherwise, um, money, fake, dishonest money has been uh, at the helm to make all these alignments take place. Now all you're seeing is the back end filling in of these international agreements, which is replacing the American vision so it's either national american with a constitution a bill of rights a declaration of independence we turn to god and we have honest weights and measures as the bible calls it or we then turn into government which tries to put itself above god and now is quote the international leader and this great reset with biden at the helm america is on the cusp of this this massive completion of this uh, cabal that I've been speaking of that has taken really a long time to put in place. And here's the real summation. You mentioned that these elite people are starting to take off the gloves. They are, because they know that as long as America stands strong as a beacon on a hill, as long as America looks to God, not to their failed policies, to their cabals of, of deep state whatever you want to call them, shadow government individuals, as long as you look to God and keep his commandments, he'll heal your land. They can't make their tyrannical global reset complete. But if they can get us to ignore God's law, okay, what they mean by this reset, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what they warned. It was exactly what Agenda 21 was about in the very beginning, when most people just put local plans in their government thinking it was a local town plan, Backed by maybe some facilitators that that wanted to make the plans consistent across the country No, it was a global agenda then and it is now The organization of human society that we know will be absolutely completely upended It'll be changed. It'll be the outright elimination of our economies our income sources our jobs our private property our personal privacies. individual choice will be gone Families as we know them will be jettisoned information sources will be upended communication Entertainment, etc. Your energy sources will be changed your uh, education process your food sources your housing your city your your cities your farms health care national sovereignty will be on the chopping block and our system of government will be completely changed And the goal is to accomplish it all by 2030. Can they get it done? It all depends on you and me, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Carlson and Sam Bushman in seconds.
0: Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: President Biden on Thursday ordered 3,000 U.S. troops to evacuate U.S. embassy staff from Kabul as the Taliban have captured Kandahar, the birthplace of their movement and the second-largest city in Afghanistan. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby.
10: The embassy remains open, and we plan to continue our diplomatic work in Afghanistan. The United States will continue to support consular services, and that includes the processing and operations of the Special Immigrant Visa Program, and will continue to engage in diplomacy with the Afghan government.
6: The crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border has reached unprecedented numbers of people trying to illegally get into our country. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas from the border Thursday.
11: The rise in encounters of migrants at the southern border began in April of 2020, last year, but the increase is most certainly sharper over the past several months. USA Radio News. They say the Delta
5: variant is spreading fast. In Australia, they're even using the military to enforce new lockdowns. Will it happen here? All this week, Stinchfield answers that and more about the big bad lockdowns. Tune into Stinchfield on Newsmax. Find out about new calls for lockdowns, more masks, and even forced vaccinations. You thought it couldn't happen here. Now Stinchfield is on tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, exposing the dangers to you and your family. He reveals who's really behind the big bad lockdowns, the real truth you need to know. Over 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's on all major cable systems like DirecTV, Dish, and Xfinity. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax. Plus, you can stream it for free on Roku, Samsung, LG, Pluto, Zumo, and more. And don't forget to download the free Newsmax app on your phone and watch it anytime, anywhere. Don't miss Stinchfield. On Newsmax tonight.
6: With violence from the criminal element in our society growing exponentially, the hiring of police has suddenly become a priority for Washington. Tim Burke from the Phoenix, USA Radio News Bureau explains.
7: A Republican amendment to the budget resolution Democrats pushed through the Senate this week got almost unanimous support. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois was all in after noting the amendments not much different than the program passed back in 1994 with the help of then-Senator Joe Biden.
10: Since its creation, the COPS
6: program, listen to this, has helped over 13,000 local police departments hire over 134,000 officers. We believe in it on the Democratic side. We're glad you've come around.
7: Republican Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri's Amendment would provide grants for local law enforcement agencies to hire 100,000 officers.
6: Football is back with three games Friday, including the Cowboys playing the Cardinals at 10 p.m. Eastern. A full slate is scheduled for Saturday. USA Radio News.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: All right, back to the live. Chris Carlson with me, ladies and gentlemen. They plan to remake every bit of society, Chris, every single bit of it. Yes, sir.
2: They plan to create a paradigm shift in the minds of the people. And, and there's another aspect of this that I don't think a lot of people really think about. They want to collapse all capitalist economies. And by so doing that, They can then blame the collapse on capitalism when, in fact, it wasn't capitalism at all. It was the socialism that they incrementally uh, injected into that capitalism. And I predicted that under Trump. That prediction was wrong. It did partially slow down, you know, during the COVID thing. But uh, they might try to do that under uh, Biden. Um, I don't know. I, th- I always thought that they would try to do it under, under a Republican president just because Republicanism is associated with capitalism, but they might just do it under uh, President Biden. Uh, well, I think they've Biden. started
1: under a Republican president. They started the kickoff for this, which is COVID, under Trump. Mm hmm. Well, I was partially right. At the end of
2: his presidency, he was no longer no longer able to brag about the economy as he did uh, during the middle of his presidency. So that was partially accurate, but no, we, they're, they're going to make sure that, that we associate the collapse with freedom, with uh, free markets, capitalism, etc., so that they can create a paradigm shift in the minds of the people, so that the people will go along with their lies. That's the thing that they need to do, because it's a lot easier to implement your diabolical agenda when people think that uh, the opposite is more evil than that. And so they're going to try to discredit uh, everything that we hold dear in this country, freedom, self-reliance, independent thought, independent action, everything. All Um, right, ladies and
1: gentlemen, you say, can this be done by 2030? I say it's all up to us whether it can or not. Are Are we going to deal with this or are we just going to bury our heads in the sand and say, Sam and Chris are crazy? The Great Reset, ladies and gentlemen, details a plan. To create global independence both economic and a societal reset will be involved detailing the return of big government okay they're going to use the greater threat of pandemics and climate change as their main core for this agenda now many might think this is all simply a wish list of raving tyrants that can't get it done well You got to think about how they're going to carry this off, all right? Throughout 2020, and now into the beginnings of 2021, the world has been set into a lockdown over a global pandemic. Just think how much they were able to do with only one aspect, COVID-19. Listen, a fear of global pandemic required businesses to shut down Health care facilities shut down and overrun by global entities and rules from bureaucrats. People forced to stay in their homes, wear masks. We were told it was all necessary to flatten the curve of the disease, right? Hey, is this thing flattened at all or has it done nothing but exponentially increased? And you got to look at the fruits. Shall ye know them? They said lockdown for a week or 10 days, guys, and we'll get a handle on this. They lied almost two years later now at least a year and a half if you will, um, we're on the cusps of way worse. Not less, way worse, okay? Meanwhile, as we were all locked down into this panic, ladies and gentlemen, non-government organizations, NGOs, such as the Security and Sustainable Forum, if you haven't heard of those folks, they were quietly, busily holding meetings to put together a unique twist between these quote pandemics and climate change realities to promote this agenda more holistically it was a practice test ladies and gentlemen now climate change is to be the real rallying cry all right believe it or not ladies and gentlemen guess who's at the helm of this bill gates Turns out Microsoft founder Bill Gates took the lead, demanding a worldwide mandatory vaccine for an undefined disease, right? With a recovery rate, believe it or not, of 98.5%. I've had it. It's been a long haul. It almost killed me. I'll explain. But nevertheless, I tell you, 98 plus percent, 98.5%. Stability rate, right? Moreover, Gates, who has now become the largest farmland owner in the nation. Did you hear me? Bill Gates. Yeah, so when you use Microsoft Word, just know you're helping Bill Gates get farmland, right? Has called on the nation to stop eating beef. Instead, he wants us to move to 100% synthetic beef. Fake meat. Right. It's not just an idle suggestion, ladies and gentlemen. The National Cattlemen of America today are being subjected to a roundtable. Okay. They call it a global roundtable for sustainable beef. They enforce restrictions on beef producers, which is putting thousands out of business. Incredibly. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association has foolishly embraced it. And the World Wildlife Fund, they call that the WWF. I know it's not wrestling, but there you go. It's a major opponent to beef beef consumption. It's now basically is in control of the American beef industry. Think about this stuff, folks. Do you want to respond to this stuff, Carlson? Um, well,
2: you know, I've contemplated a vegetarian diet myself. I know a lot of people who swear by it. I just, I have not gotten to that point. I think they want to weaken us physically because they know that we're going to resist. So they're basically checking every box off, Sam, to weaken us mentally, weaken us spiritually, weaken us physically, and I think this is just one aspect of that weakening process that they want to impose upon us. So yeah, I disagree with that. Uh, Obviously, the free market would take care of that under normal circumstances, but we're not living under normal circumstances, so... Yeah, continue with the, your, your monologue there. I, I think you're on to something. Um, I, like I said, I wasn't prepared for this discussion, so I don't have a whole lot of material to contribute uh, from my notes.
1: Well, let's talk, about, let's talk a little bit about and contribute in this way of how this will affect us. We've studied Agenda 21 for a long time, Chris. And Agenda 2030 is nothing more than a pushback date. But every time they push back the date, they expand the plan because in their minds if they push back the date it's a negative they're behind schedule they got to move along they got to get this done uh, at the same time every time they push back the date they want to then make their plans bigger so that they're like hey as long as we get our totality done it won't matter we will just a little later have more right and so well, yeah, the united nations is the center of the storm ladies and gentlemen that's the next step you got to understand they put the uh, federal reserve in place in 1913 that's the money cabal that I told you backs us into this global reality check. Unstoppable, all right? Because they have infinite money for their plans and they can print it. Gold and silver would have prevented this. They can use war now internationally to sustain it, to foment it, to promote it. But the rule of law in our republic will be replaced by this, by the United Nations is the center of the storm directing the action. Let's talk about that a little bit, uh, Chris, because you, you know plenty about this topic um war yeah we're about ready to go to
2: war with iran i don't know if you know about it um i hope we don't of course there have been rumors of war about us going to war with iran but um about two weeks ago thursday july 29th there was a drone attack on a tanker ship called the mercer street is that where you want to go sam sure you betcha Um, owned by an israeli uh citizen it was registered in liberia It was a very small attack, and Joel Skousen uh, emphasizes this fact. Uh, One Romanian citizen and one British citizen were killed in the attack, and immediately the state of Israel blamed, you guessed it, Iran for the attack. Joel Skousen, however, uh, questions that accusation by saying, why if Iran, who has nothing to gain, Sam, by attacking uh, an international vessel why would they risk uh, retaliation by uh, launching a tiny attack that just put a a small hole in the cabin of this ship and only killed two people? You know, why wouldn't they try to to sink it if they really were out for blood? So obviously it raises red flags uh, that this was probably a false flag attack to try to get America to back Israel in going to war with Iran, which they have been saber-rattling to do for the last 20 years.
1: And we'll talk more about that when we get back. This is key, ladies and gentlemen, because it shows what level they're willing to go to globally to try to remake the whole world order. Sounds like a Bush phrase, doesn't it? Well, it's more than that, I'll tell you that right now. Chris Carlson, Sam Bushman, you are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live Radio Talk Show.
12: I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life, born and not yet. Born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.
4: As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Carlson, Sam Bushman on your radio. We're talking about the great global reset, global jubilee is what many call it. Uh, With Biden at the helm, it's happening. They've been doing it behind the scenes. The rule of law in the Republic, ladies and gentlemen, is being replaced by an undefined term called social justice. The United Nations is at the center of the storm calling the shots. They're using fake money, the Federal Reserve, they're using uh, climate change, and they're using catastrophes or pandemics as the core elements of their war on, really, the American people, but people of the world as well. Speaking of war, Chris, continue. What you're saying is how they're starting to draw these little countries in by hook or by crook. They try it over and over. Oftentimes, it fails, but if we're not careful this time, they're going to succeed. Okay. Well, there, let me give you a little background. Iran
2: is one of only three countries in the world now that does not have a central bank controlled by
1: the Rothschild banking family. And, and all see, their see that, by the way, makes them an absolute unrelenting. Not only do they got to take back, take down America, but they got to take down these other countries that are holdouts as well. Yeah. And
2: one other aspect to this puzzle that we need to understand, and most people don't, is Iran is independent in weapons manufacturing. So they can defend themselves without aid from the outside world. And that is a threat to the new world order. They cannot have that. Even though Iran is a relatively small country, they need to get Iran on board. They need to first implement uh, a central bank so that they can get away with their gold-backed currency, which is always a lot more stable than fiat currency, and they need to make sure that they're they're not a threat in the Middle East. And Israel has a lot to well, I say Israel has a lot to do with it. They have everything to do with this. Sam, I'm not going to pull any punches as far as Israel is concerned. If we do go to, to war with Iran, it will be on behalf of Israel, and that is um, is what I'd like to talk about now, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, so and when you say it'll is, be on the behalf of Israel. It'll be uh, we're going to pitch ourselves as the good guys just helping out the poor the poor christian biblical neighbor right yeah and there's so much falsehood to that we can do a
2: a 10-hour show on that so israel wants to be the hegemon of the middle east they want to be the hegemon of the world but again that's another discussion for another day so israel feels threatened because of iran the ironic thing about that sam is Iran has not invaded a foreign country for the last 400 years. We cannot say the same for Israel. We know, and you talked about this on your show that you played yesterday, that Israel actually attacked the United States of America by attacking the USS Liberty in 1967, Sam. And that was a clear attempt at a false flag attack that that Israel would then blame on um, on Egypt to try to get America to come in and help israel to win the six days war which they ended up winning themselves anyway anyway that was that's one example there are three other examples that i would like to share to our listening audience about how israel has used false flag attempts or attacks to accomplish their political objectives have you ever heard of the levon affair sam
1: yes go ahead sir.
2: In July of 1954, a group of Egyptian Jews who looked Arab participated in a false flag operation to frame Egyptian nationalists as terrorists in order to keep British troops stationed in the Suez Canal. The group, called Unit 131 under the command of Avri Eldad, um, bombed a post office in Alexandria, the libraries of the U.S. Information Agency in Alexandria and Cairo. And a couple of other targets they they bombed. They were Western targets, and this is in 1954. They wanted to discredit Egypt and make Egypt look as if they're a stable rogue nation, so that the U.S. would come in, and um, and side with Israel in an attack on Egypt. Well, that failed because they were found out. Okay, and I'm going through these kind of quickly. And of course, we already talked about the the attack on the USS Liberty. I include 9-11. The scope of that, the details of that are just way too extensive uh, to go into detail about. And then there was another uh, false flag attack uh, that occurred actually in Iraq in the late 1940s where Jews were trying to get Iraqi Jews to come to Israel because that was when the United Nations recognized Israel as then a sovereign country. Anyway, the reason I go through these examples of Israeli false flag attacks, Sam, is to hopefully open people's eyes to the fact that Israel will will do whatever it takes to give the Western world the impression that they are under attack. And and if if uh, this well, we, we talked about this attack on the um, the uh, Mercer Street that the tanker ship uh, that was attacked about two weeks ago. I believe this fits into that false flag attack uh, pattern. I believe that they're trying to convince the Western world that they're this little old, meek and humble Judeo-Christian country in the Middle East that is just picked on by everybody that surrounds them when in fact, Sam, the opposite is the case. Israel has between 200 and 400 nuclear weapons, which, by the way, is a violation of the... um, of uh, uh, a treaty that we made with all of the uh the potential uh nuclear nations it's called the nuclear non let me read that again the nuclear non-proliferation treaty which states that the u.s shall give no foreign aid to countries that have nuclear weapons now israel has been in violation of that treaty since john f kennedy in fact that was one of the reasons that he was shot Israel admittedly at this point, and they don't publicize this, as you can imagine, Sam, they try to keep this on the the down low. Israel is a nuclear nation, which is extremely ironic because, as you know, one of the rationales that they're using now to attack Iran is that Iran is on the verge of developing a nuclear weapon. And they're they're stating this as something that would destabilize the Middle East. Well, Israel has had nuclear weapons for the last 50 years, Sam. But we're not supposed to talk about that because if if they admit that they have them, then they will no longer be eligible for foreign aid according to the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, which has been around for over 50 years. I don't know if you've heard of that. Is all this new to you, Sam? None of it. None of
1: this. None mean. of it's yeah, you're on top I'm familiar job. with every single bit of every uh, bit of this stuff. And that's why I say what they're using is they're going to use war around the world. They're going to pitch us as the good guy. All the while, we're the provocateur, Israel being the provocateur in the east. Primarily, you mentioned the Iran reality check. Iraq right now is a very unique situation as well, because what are we doing now, letting the Taliban take back over? Didn't we fight so hard to supposedly prevent that, promising the—or no, I guess this is what, Afghanistan? Afghanistan. Afghanistan, I right. thought.
2: Ab- I thought about that. Um, I think maybe the, the reason that we're pulling out, which seems like a good thing—well, we should have never gotten in there in the first place. I think with one of the reasons for doing that is they want to destabilize it to the point where we'll either have to justify going back in— and killing more people, you have to realize, to Israel, it's population reduction. That's one of the main objectives, and it sounds very uh, insensitive and, and, and a very harsh accusation. But I really believe it's anything that they can do to accomplish greater uh, social destabilization and population reduction in a country, the better for them, especially in the Middle East. Because I think eventually they want to populate the entire Middle East. And that's part of their uh, Eretz Israel project. I don't know if you've heard that. Anyway, I,
1: I keep going off on these tangents. Can I that's read right. one you thing? Gotta, that you got to j- stick with where you are, though, or people get confused, though. All right? So okay. let's be very clear about this. The Pentagon well, is bracing for Kabul, for Kabul to fall to the Taliban right now. Taliban right now. Yes. now, just a few short years ago, ladies and gentlemen, you got to remember this now. All right, we were saying, hey, we're going to liberate these people. We're going to stick with them till the end. We're going to you know, make sure that they can take over and make sure they have the capability to care for themselves, prevent the vacuum of power. We're going to da 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 Okay, we lied. Now, I'm not for staying there, don't get me wrong. I was never for going there in the first place. But this just shows you a full circle round of how much money have we spent, how many Americans have died, how many good, honest Afghanis have died. How many, okay, where are we now, and what do we say on the world stage to some of these countries when this happens? We become the great truth, truth breaker. We make a deal, we make promises, then we bail. Now we're like, we're going to be there diplomatically. We're going to be there with our, uh, you know, our whatever big old uh, great and spacious building there and embassy and such. And All right, what does that mean? Well, all it means is they're using this to destabilize countries around the world in preparation for this global Great Reset. And you see it on the national stage right now, is Chris's point, and it's been a long time in coming. We're in over 130-plus nations, militarily speaking, to make the point. But to drive this home, ladies and gentlemen, the United Nations is at the center of the storm directing the action to all this, okay? The World Health Organization, the WHO, sets the rules for global health policy the world bank and the international monetary fund imf control money and trade the world economic forum what do they call this thing wef right has created the blueprint for how it all merges together as a huge cabal now as they've announced their plans for the great great reset, worldwide leaders, heads of state, around the world, philanthropic foundations, global corporations, all jumped onto the plan. Believe it or not, even in the U.S., federal agencies, Wall Street, and the Federal Reserve of all jumped in. Okay, each of these things, ladies and gentlemen, will be regularly entered into your personal profile. Yeah, this is how it directly relates to you. And each one will affect your personal credit rating. A low credit rating will mean you're in trouble. It'll prevent you from getting a loan to buying a car, starting a business, uh, buying, renting homes, etc., etc. And what it will tie to is your global rating. This comes straight out of China. If you don't change your habits and personal beliefs, that will be you. Less than a second-tier citizen. No matter how powerful these forces are, though, ladies and gentlemen, take courage. If we can protect our fundamental rights, then they cannot impose their tyranny. City councils and state legislative bodies have much more power than they possibly know. And if you push and they yield to your direction, we can protect election integrity and stop them. There is a great awakening taking place. That's the great hope right now, ladies and gentlemen. There is a great awakening taking place as more begin to understand the lies of the great reset cabal. The tyrant's greatest fear is that the oppressed will get off their knees, stand up, and demand no, and have constitutional checks and balances and authority to insist on that and stop their plans. The only question is, where do you stand? Are you listening to us going, we're nuts? Or are you going to engage in the fight? That's the real question left. Chris, 20 seconds to wrap it up, sir.
2: Yes, Sam, everything you said is true. We need to get the word out to our friends, our neighbors, our enemies. (laughs) Um, But I'll go ahead and close with um, my traditional out, uh, the thing that I close with. Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving Americans everywhere continuing our duty,
1: sir. Fantastic outtake as always, my brother. Thank you for being Johnny on the spot. He wasn't even, uh, Chris wasn't even sure if I was going to be live or not today. So he jumped in, did a phenomenal job. Thank him for his great work. Thank all of you for listening. I am live and hope to be back-to-back live going forward. Hour one of the can two coming up. God Save the Republic.
0: Live From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, talk, radio. Show talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for August 13th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two. I am Sam Bushman. Finally back live on your radio. Wow. Has it been a brutal battle for life, liberty, and property? That's for sure. And it's absolutely more than personal uh, these days. Let me give you a quick story. Then our guest, Dr. Bradley, joins me. So on the 3rd, well, let me start over. On the 25th of July, I got super sick with a headache and a cold and everything else. I didn't know what it was. By July 31st, I understood and had tested with a... uh, antigen test from Walmart, COVID positive. And at first I stayed on the air with COVID and did just fine. But then eventually it affected and directly hit my lungs hard. And it took me off the air from what the last broadcast I did with Cliff Kincaid was on the third. I'm live now again today and hopefully we'll be going forward here. Um, And the battle has been really difficult. It's attacked my lungs. I've had to go on oxygen. I literally had to go to the hospital two times. Uh, They had to stabilize me with uh, uh, fluids and such like that. They sent me home each time. The first time, they didn't take it seriously. The second time, uh, they took it more seriously. Uh, But either way, the bottom line is people are saying, Sam, why would you go to the hospital? Don't let them put you on a ventilator. I get all those things. At the same time, what do you do? Well, Sam, it's easy. Don't you just get an MMS treatment? Sam, it's easy. Don't you just go ahead and just get ivermectin? Or, you know, hydroxychloroquine or something like that, and you're good to go, right, Sam? This is easy. Come on, we can solve this. This is where the patriot community falls apart, in my opinion, big time. We talk a good talk and a good game about all these different solutions, but we have no clue when it becomes reality. And I'm as guilty of it as the next guy. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just telling you that it's a lot easier said than done. It's very hard to get doctors to Iver, to subscribe ivermectin. When the doctors and the medical personnel find out you are not vaccinated, believe it or not, there's an unwritten rule that I'm discovering now because I have people in the medical professional telling me about it. If you are not vaccinated, the motto is no compassion. If you are not vaccinated, the motto is no compassion. And they will not help you. And I'm going to give you a little summary of a conversation I had with the doctor uh, to make the point. I say to the doc several times while in the hospital, you know, the big problem, doctor, is this coughing. My coughing is not productive. <clears throat> I can't get a handle on it, it's my lungs. I just cough. And every time I cough, my fever goes up. My lungs go into a spasm. Uh, my headache hurts. Uh, 10 times worse. It's just a vicious spiral. Whenever the coughing starts, man, all off to the races to where can't breathe, can't this, can't... And the doctor didn't really say much about it. And then I brought it up again. The doctor really didn't say much about it. Eventually, they're about to release me to go home. And I'm like, I got to do something about this. So I bring it up again. And he's like, "Mine, I can give you some cough syrup. Did you hear what he just said? I can give you some cough syrup. I'm literally in the hospital, can't breathe, on oxygen, and they want to give me cough syrup to help my lungs. So we push harder and we say, no, listen, we've got to have something stronger than that, you know. Anyway, he eventually decides he's going to give me a steroid for my lungs, which is good. It's not the best choice, but it's better than nothing by a long shot. And then I say, but I got to have something to loosen up the cough to make my coughs productive and and, and to suppress the cough so that my lungs can get stronger. Anyway, I eventually, he looks at us and he goes, well, if you don't want cough syrup, what would you recommend? And I'm like thinking, I am a COVID patient, sicker than a dog in your hospital, and you offer me cough syrup. And then if I don't have, then you look at me and say, what would your answer be? Now, here's the interesting thing about this idea that I'm telling you about. No vaccine, no compassion. Then we look at him because we had some some people do some due diligence for us. We were on the phone asking, what do we need? What do we need to do? Talking to friends and family and loved ones and everything else. And thank God for them. But we said, well, they've got these. I can't remember what they're called. Tesla or Teslon pearls or something like that. We said, what about Teslon pearls? He goes, oh, that's a great idea. Sure, that works great. I'll I'll subscribe that. But he wasn't about to offer that unless we put it on the record first. How come? Answer, my guess, my personal opinion. I don't have proof of this, but no compassion. No vaccine, no compassion. And so I don't understand the whole thing. I'm telling you, though, that this is a serious change in the world we live in now. The doctors and the nurses and the professionals in the medical arena uh, used to say, you know, first do no harm. Now it's no vaccine, no compassion. With that, Dr. Bradley, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir.
8: Well, I'm grateful for your uh, update here. I thought you were just on a sabbatical. You know, you needed a break, right? And I, oh, I really boy, you did you I need a break, singing. but not for what you're <laughs> thinking. No, I'm glad you're back, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll you'll just make a... A quick and full recovery, and you know I tell people to stay healthy because we need all the friends we can get, and and certainly that is the case in the world we're in right now. Uh, I I really can't think of anything that's happening in the world right now from an officialdom kind of position, you know whether it's the medical or the political or the religious or the you know the social or the I mean you you pick any subject you want. And uh, things have been cobbled together in such a manner that things are upside down and backwards. And uh, it's disheartening, although I must admit expected, now that I have had the chance to even cogitate on it for a moment or two, uh, what you're saying about the way they're handling things. Um, I I look at the largest medical provider in the state of Utah, and I've watched them through this uh, last year and a half, and uh, they have been at the forefront of the propagandizing that goes on. And, uh, I mean, what what happens when you get uh, medical organizations that sponsor governor uh, press conferences uh, to talk about uh, their philosophy about what ought to happen with, with the jab? I mean this is they they're controlling every avenues. It makes me feel very sad when I hear newscasts that have um medical pharma products that are woven into the things that you know the little uh, commercial breaks and so on and so forth. They they're buying the agenda and, and they're they're controlling every aspect of all information on it i mean you know i've been deplatformed and everything but the fact of the matter is that um now you're telling me that these these physicians that should be centrally focused on on trying to you know cure and alleviate and and uh, you know bless the lives of their fellow man are really becoming kind of i don't know they they've abandoned you know, the benign approach to things that have actually become an instrument of the of the system. So, yeah, it's it's very disheartening what you're telling me, but I'm glad you're where you are now, and I, I it sounds to me like, though, that you still have got a ways to go, and, and I hope you're taking some kind of uh, a wise approach to this so that you don't get kind of so far behind the curve it's hard to make it back, you know?
1: Yeah, so the the no compassion that I'm mentioning... I don't think every medical personnel believes it. There's a lot that were very kind to me. There were a lot that really did what they could. There were a lot that were very appropriate. They didn't care if I was vaccinated or not. They just said, listen, this is beating us all up and um, you know stuff like that. Um, but I do believe there are those who have this attitude. They're not going to actively try to kill you, probably. Although some of them may even be that way in other hospitals. I don't know. In this one, though, they weren't really doing anything negative. They were just, in some ways, the ones that were the no vaccine, no compassion kind of a mode people. They were kind of like, we're not going to offer anything to you. Oh, no, you got a cough We'll do some cough syrup. It took me to bring up an appropriate prescription that would make a difference enough to matter. And then he said, oh, yeah, I can do that. But why is he asking me what would what would I recommend? I mean, I appreciate that if we go through five or six things and I'm allergic to stuff or whatever else. And he's like, listen, what do you think we can use? I get that discussion. But in this case, he offers cough syrup and I say, no, we need something a little stronger, a little better. What would you recommend? <laughs> uh, at some point, he's kind of saying, look, I'm not going to give you anything, but if you put it on the record, I'll have to. Uh, and so this is a serious, serious, serious sea change uh, in the medical industry. And let's be clear, it's not all of them, but it is a... In my opinion, an evil that's rearing its ugly head in healthcare right now, and I suspect to you that it's going to get nothing but worse.
8: Well, I, I th- would presume that you're you're accurate in your assessment of that, and and I I think I would uh, agree that there are a percentage that are vaccine resistant that are within the healthcare industry, and probably those people would be more likely. To have some feeling uh, you know of, of caring about this whole thing, uh, the very most senior management, it appears to me, based upon all of the announcements and everything that I've heard, all of their promotions and everything, uh, they're rabid they're not just avid, they're rabid about the uh, the approach. In fact, uh, there were some tests that were suppo- there were, there was some studies that were to be done in Utah at the largest uh, medical pro- provider. I guess we'll talk about that when we come back. Yeah,
1: right. When we come back, Utah medical provider, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen. And I will explain to you guys exactly what I have planned for my continued uh, recovery. That's important as well. And I agree with Dr. Bradley. You gotta, you can't fall among cutthroats, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta have uh, good, kind hands and loved ones around you that truly have your best interest at heart. That is the biggest battle. And it's taken me 20 days to find the right people that can make it happen. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable live.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sandbushman, Dr. Scott Bradley at the helm today, doing a great job. Uh, So you're mentioning, doctor?
8: Well, there was to be a study done on hydroxychloroquine uh, by this large institution that has such a big footprint, it's all on everybody's throat. Um, get that image in your mind for a while. Anyway, um, about a nanosecond into it, and that's a little bit of an overstatement, they, they said, no, 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 we're not going to do this. This is dangerous. This is not, we're not going to have a good outcome with this. And so they, they deep-sixed it. But all across the world, this product and ivermectin, two of probably the most prescribed uh, pharma in all the history of the world, in terms of you know the modern world, certainly, I mean, they've been around for decades and decades, almost no cost whatsoever to get these things. And if if they were effective in treating the the COVID, uh, it would have cut the legs out from underneath the development of a vaccine. And so there's an agenda that says, oh, no, no, we can't we can't find this effective. There have been tons of studies that have been done in the last year and a half valid, you know, double-blind placebo studies that have been published that have indicated the efficacy of of those approaches to treating this. And yet, because some of these large organizations seem so connected to the agenda, to the narrative, to the storyline, to the script, that they cut the legs out from underneath that to avoid it from happening, that... That is not what I would call, you know, your family doctor, the, the guy that's there for you in your hard times or anything like that. No, they're there as a corporation. They're there as the, um, it would seem to me, uh, the one that has skin in the game financially and probably, has a close relationship with some of the organizations that are that are pressing this. All of these, could be called allegations, but but you look at the circumstantial evidence. You say, we need an investigation. I would love to see the uh, interconnecting matrix. That's another good term for those that followed the movie about how crazy this is, this matrix of who is actually driving. And, And I look at the World Economic Forum, for example. The World Economic Forum, of course, is going for this great reset. Now now that society's broken down, we're all in collapse, we're in ashes, now we can remake this in By our By the own way, image. last
1: hour we talked about the great reset in detail. It's a coming like a freight train buddy.
8: It is indeed. And this the largest healthcare institution in the state of Utah is considered a partner. in the uh, go look it up. You know, get on their website on the World Economic Forum and look up their partners in healthcare. They're there, so if you've got people that seemingly have associations that are, I mean, if if you're associating with somebody that has, you know, kind of a bad rep, you gotta wonder why. Are you are you are 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 you of that same mindset? You know. I mean you remember in the old uh, the very first Rocky when th- that teenage girl was hanging around with the little rough guys that are standing around in the street corners and everything like that Rocky takes her aside kind of as a father figure and says you know you you you, you can't do this your, your your reputation's at stake and everything You're, you know and and he gives her this talk and she tells him to jump off a bridge you know basically but the point of the matter is you look at who people associate with and you have to say well, maybe they're birds of a feather flocking together. And that's what I'm a little bit worried about, some of these big interlocking uh, matrices that are put together and and some of these large organizations. You have to wonder what their real true motivation is, and I don't think it's Sam Bushman and his cough. I don't think it's it's getting you through this. I don't think they give a hang, and uh, you're just another you know line item on a uh, on a revenue stream so it's it's very tragic to me the way this situation is is unfolding but by the way i will say that i, I do have some inside knowledge about some of the uh, things that are going on in some areas there are people in healthcare that are pushing back on the uh, yeah let's talk about that in just a second here
1: Okay. Uh, when we'll get to that, and we'll get to my personal experiences, and and, and the the right kind of thing, um, I want to make this very, very, very clear. And I've been really hesitant to say this. I've waited a year and a half to say this because I really wanted my ducks in a row. But now that I've experienced COVID, uh, and I don't know if it's variant D or Delta or what variant that I've got, you know, there's t- or how
8: would they know, by the way? But well, the doctors tell your you
1: the doctors told me they can't know.
8: Yeah. Well, that's there. You go.
1: So how come we're saying,
8: oh, we've got this big surge. Oh, my goodness, we're all going to die. we we want to
1: lie. Here's the deal. I am convinced that COVID-19 has literally been created by those who want to do a global reset. Those who want to destroy America, they have uh, tried for years and years and years the peaceful way. And they can't get it done. And now they're moving to the next level, which is literally... In my opinion, they have taken COVID-19 or natural, whatever you want to call it, natural uh, viruses out there that don't really harm anybody. That eventually you might get sick and eventually people develop an immunity to a natural immunity to and we all, you know, survive. I believe they have literally taken that. They have brought it into a lab. Fauci and others are um, nothing but con men for the game. But they're uh, criminals nevertheless, and they have literally intentionally created a gain of function beyond research now. They have created a gain of function super weapon. They have weaponized this virus, and they have done it intentionally, and they released it intentionally to further these causes. And why have I taken so long to come to this conclusion? A lot of the pieces of the puzzle were there before, ladies and gentlemen for me. <clears throat> the piece about hey they funded gain of function research. Documented by Anthony Fauci and Rand Paul. Fauci trying not to admit it, Paul catching him in lies. Rand Paul doing a great job there. Um not just because of that, but because of the cover up that's taking place. Because of the agenda culturally that is happening is the biggest reason that I'm now convinced this is the case. When you turn the medical personnel against the American people and say no vaccine, no compassion. What's next? No gay, lesbian agenda? No compassion? You got a traditional family? Mmm. No, no kindness for you. How dare you? Populating the world, ruining everything. Having an SUV, whatever the case may be, eventually they're turning this into a wedge into society. And so these solutions that could really be brought to the helm that we're about to talk about with Dr. Bradley, health care alternatives and everything else which is coming in the conversation. I want to talk about that in detail, but I also want to mention they don't want them to come to fruition. Ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, several other solutions, MMS treatment, many others. All at the helm and none of them are really given credence at all. In fact, when you go into the hospital, they don't recommend any of those things at all. Okay, all they say is, hey, you're going to have to drink a lot of juice and get some bed rest there and sleep it off kind of thing. If it gets really bad, they're like, ah, we can do some cough syrup for you. Uh-huh. If it gets really bad, oh, man, really bad, we can throw you on a, a uh, ventilator, which means, for the most part, virtually certain death, uh, and anything in between, well, we can do a few things here and there and hope we can save you. That's what the general medical community across the country is believing and doing. And sadly, it's an outright lie. And then even if they do hear about ivermectin, even if they do hear about hydroxychloroquine, even if they do hear about MMS or many other uh, options, even if they do hear about vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, uh, etc., they don't really recommend it much. The hospital didn't really recommend much of anything to me. Except for, oh, man, it really sucks you down, sir. We'll go ahead and give you some, uh, Oh, what do they call those things? LRs, lactated uh, ringers is what they're called. And those are great. Don't get me wrong. For hydration, if you have to have that, those are, yeah, lactated ringers. Those are a blessing. But let me tell you right now, unless you do something then after that to fortify it, you're just going to get dehydrated and melt down once again when you get home. Go back to the hospital. Same kind of go around the barn. All I'm telling you is this is something where either these doctors and nurses are completely ignorant of the truth of how to help people get well or they're refusing to do it. I don't know which. But what I do know is this. I am convinced that they have weaponized this and they have used it against the world and they are war criminals that we need to absolutely create Nuremberg trials equivalents to right now. And that's where I want to go, Dr. Bradley, with the next segment. We'll get into this detail of this evil, intentional, hatched plan. And then in the final segment, we'll talk about some of these doctors and what can really be done uh, to help you faster than I got help. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: The Taliban is claiming they have captured Kandahar, the birthplace of their movement, and the second largest city in Afghanistan. It's the 12th provisional capital overrun by the Taliban in about a week. President Biden has put another 3,000 boots on the ground to assist the evacuation of embassy personnel in the capital of Kabul. A Hurricane Hunter aircraft has found Fred very near tropical storm strength. As of 11 p.m. Eastern Thursday, Fred was 450 miles east-southeast of Key West, Florida. Maximum sustained winds are only 35 miles an hour. A tropical storm watch is in effect for the Florida Keys west of Ocean Reef to the Dry Tortugas National Park at the mouth of the gulf. Anita Dunn, a senior advisor to President Biden, has been able to get around publicly disclosing her personal finances and business interests due to an ethics loophole. She has left the White House officially Thursday and will now focus on Biden's re-election campaign. USA Radio News.
4: Deb's constipation with belly pain, discomfort and bloating kept giving her grief. She talked to her doctor to get some relief. Turns out Deb had irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C, which was a start. Saying yes to Linzess helped her do her part.
10: Linzess or linacletide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than six and
6: The crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border continues to see record numbers of illegal immigrants entering the United States, many infected with the coronavirus. Tim Berg with the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has more.
7: U.S. border officials recorded more than 210,000 encounters with illegal immigrants crossing the southern border in July alone, a number not experienced in decades. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas made a trip to the U.S.-Mexico border on Thursday and is downplaying the July encounters now. The situation at the border is one of the toughest challenges we face. We have seen surges
11: in migration before. We've seen them in the past, and migration uh, surges are not new.
7: Mallorca is also blaming the Trump administration for reducing aid to countries like Guatemala. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg.
6: Thanks for listening, and a happy TGIF to you, my friends. Yes, it is Friday the 13th, USA Radio News.
1: All right, Dr. Bradley with me, ladies and gentlemen. freedomsrisingsun.com, is website, check it out. Incredible videos and a whole lot more there. Weekly webinars on the Constitution, just to get started. His collegiate series to preserve the nation there as well. freedomsrisingsun.com. So, Dr. Bradley, I'm, com- I'm now committing to this blatantly on the air. And I'm always careful to do this because, again, you never know the truth. You want to be very careful sometimes. But I am convinced that they have intentionally used gain-of-function not research because it's now done gain of function action is what i'm going to call it to create in my opinion the weapon to be used to destroy america and this weapon is covid 19 and they have literally weaponized it they have intentionally released it on the american people it's not just the communist chinese yeah they're involved in it so is fauci they're low-level ranking you know bureaucrats and pipsqueaks but the truth is they're war criminals and the truth is that this is uh, intentionally done. Your thoughts?
8: Well, if you would ask at first, what kind of monster would do such a thing? And I think we have them right before our eyes. I've got something that I wrote, oh, this is more than two dozen years ago. And, and I would say to you, though, that the coco uh, the COVID thing is not the sum and substance of it all. There, there are so many other tentacles and, and, and layers to this whole thing. But but yes, there are. What I wrote uh, more than two dozen years ago, I said uh, the diabolical audacity of those seeking to enshroud the world in a global tyranny is beyond estimation. There is no innocence they would not violate. There is no virtue they would not corrupt. There is no purity they would hold sacred. There is no truth they would not smear. There is no principle they would not destroy. There is no life they would not take in their quest to perpetrate the crime of the ages, that of destroying God, mankind's God-given agency, his freedom of choice, and his liberty. And, and truly, I think we're seeing a manifestation of this in every aspect. Now, let me just read you something else that was texted to me yesterday, and I don't know the origins of it. But I think that there's, a, there's something we need to digest, get it in our mind, and stop saying this is going to go away. So here's what what I was texted. There's no going back to normalcy. I kept thinking and hoping that would return, but this has created such a nasty divide that it doesn't seem repairable. Even if all the adults got their shot, it wouldn't be enough. They want our children and our babies next. And by the way, the CDC has come out with that. And I, that was a parenthetical thing going on. And when people still get sick, they'll demand boosters. Then blame the outbreak on those who didn't get the booster. There's a frightening amount of people who want to make your health history public, who want those who refuse this shot or future ones to not have the ability to work or to feed your family. These people would likely slap their knees with glee if your children were removed from their loving homes. Don't bend the knee to these psychopaths, because even if you do comply, they will never be enough. It will never be enough they don't care about you and the moment you don't agree with their next stage of tyranny they'll turn on you like a rabid animal and i think what what we're seeing right now is truly a time when we do need some nuremberg trials but the solutions i believe and, and i know that we've only got about 20 minutes left on this little get together today but but uh and, and you'll say oh how come you always go back to god the fact of the matter is, I believe that the noose is so tight right now. I believe that they, they believe they have basically closed off all avenues. We don't know all the things, all of their preliminary action they've taken. Our governor in the state of Utah is complicit in this to the nth degree. And he may not know all of them, but he's willing to implement them according to, as they're rolled out to him. So there will be a little bit here and a little bit there. It's like, you know, if you've ever been fishing, if you're trying to reel in too much at one time, sometimes things don't work out so good. The line gets broken or there's a, some kind of escape or, uh, you know, it's just any number of things can happen. You've got to play the line a little bit to bring the fish in. Well, that's what I think is being done with us right now and i believe the people that are doing so feel like they have covered all their bets all their angles all of the approaches that they're closing off any escape hatches and and there's one they can't absolutely cannot pull this off and that is i believe the god of heaven who is the great and and all-knowing and all-loving father will intervene if we Uh, conform ourselves to his standard wholeheartedly and unequivocally. We can't be doing gender bender stuff in our state uh, and celebrating a whole month of that while asking God to help us with our our, uh, weather problems. I mean, it's like, no, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) There's got to, you've kind of got to be in the program, You, you know, are you in or you out. You can't be in Babylon and, you know, even if you think you're out of Babylon, you can't have a summer home there. You've got to make the move that brings you into conformance to the divinely established program that has been here from the moment. Well, it started in the eternities before, but it has been in mortality since mortality. Adam and Eve were here. They got told the program. Okay, here's how you do this. And there's going to be challenges, yes. But if you if you follow these guidelines, these signposts, if you will, that God ordained and established, it'll go better, you'll learn what you need to, and we'll all get back together again when it's over. I mean, we all our days are numbered and our years are known. There's no question about that. And I'm, uh, you know, I feel like when, when my time's gone and it's time to go, why would I want to ling- linger longer? There's a better program that God has prepared for all of us. So I guess what I'm saying is, in spite of these monsters, that, is, uh, that thing I read from a couple of years ago, there's nothing that they would hold back on. There are no, there is no mercy. Compassion, you've called it, you know, what your experience was in the hospital. Yeah, and, and I am and telling they,
1: you that I'm convinced this is an intentional, created, um, I don't know what kind of weapon to call it because it's uh the vaccine is not a vaccine. The vaccine is a experimental, um, what do you call it, doctor? It's a biologic. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's biologic, a treatment that it's they, a,
8: but there is no, it does not. It's an
1: experimental way, RNA manipulating.
8: That's right. There is nothing that's in this that prevents, you know, infection or in any way protects you. I mean, right now, listen, it's taken the CDC a long
1: time to admit this, but they're even admitting this now. Headline says this. Well, let me get. Okay, CDC internal report calls Delta variant as contagious as chickenpox. CDC now says vaccines cannot prevent spread of COVID. CDC claimed that vaccines were preventative for variants but now it turns out that they're admitting that the vaccines may be causing the variants tony fauci now confirmed that it's clear that vaccinated people are capable of transmitting the vaccine or i'm sorry the covid to other people so you know what vaccinated people could transmit infection then why don't they have to be tested the cdc has also reversed its position on masks as you know over and over and over again but it's getting worse and i'll tell you why there's a new study out that says deadly or i'm sorry wow deadly lambda variant could be neutralizing vaccines new study says did you see this dr bradley no i didn't
8: but you know what i i guess i've kind of become a little bit expectant of these kinds of things you must fear you must doubt and and we've talked enough times on our little get-togethers where I have said right from the very moment that this hit the ground in Utah in March was declared a state of emergency two weeks, almost three weeks, before the first COVID-related death, uh, a state of emergency. Well, we were going to get federal funds but the, uh, if we had an emergency going. But the fact of the matter is, from the very moment it's been here, I have recognized the agenda has been, compulsory vaccinations. Now, I don't think the agenda ends there. I think the, the compulsory vaccinations will bring the next egregious step. But but there is not going to be a break. People need to understand, they think they've got us on the hook. They're going to reel us in. They may play with us a little bit. They may say, oh, you don't need masks today. Oh, Oh, no, you do need masks. Oh, if you're going to go back to church, you better put your mask on. I mean, oh, you're all vaccinated, that's okay. We still know that these things can still be virulent and, and they can be very threatening. So because you love your neighbor, you're gonna put your mask on. There there's no change. There 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 is no relief on this thing coming. So yeah, I don't it doesn't surprise me that there's a lambda something out there, that they're suddenly the Greek alphabet is gonna be all used up because they're giving you know, the Delta variant. They're clear down to L? Are you kidding? Holy cow.
1: Yeah. Lambda I mean, uh, has been around South America, started in Peru, and uh, it's been hitting now South American countries and it's going to be the big one. That's what they're claiming they're all and stuff big. like that.
8: They're all
1: Go ahead, Dr. Bradley. Oh, they're all more big. They're
8: all more deadly. They're all more threatening. Oh, we've got a fear. We've got a doubt. There is no help. But man, all we got to do is flatten the curve,
1: baby. Flatten the curve.
12: Lies. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better having a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history
9: when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids.
1: No COVID-19 vaccination, no compassion, deadly Lambda variant. Could be neutralizing vaccines, a new study says. It came from Peru. I got a question. How do all these variants just come from places? How does the variant know I'm going to be the Lambda from Peru? Now I'm going to be the uh, Delta from Africa. Now I'm going to be the original from China. Now I'm going to be the secondary original from Europe. And how does this all happen? None of them have broke out in America. We're supposedly the worst guys spreading it and not locking down and not doing these things they claim. Where's the American version now? How do these uh, derivatives or whatever you want to call them, these variants or whatever word they use, strains, every time you use a word somebody wants to argue with you about it. Uh, But anyway, how do these strains all happen and know their origins and how do they just get more and more and more viral, more and more hostile, more and more like a weapon? Usually what happens is viruses that mutate get maybe more spreadable, but softer, not as harsh. They get less, not greater uh, mojo, so to speak. And what happens with that is then you get natural immunity across the country, across the world, because they spread faster, but they become more mild as they do, and it becomes a way to help inoculate the people naturally. That isn't happening with these wonderful weapons that are intentionally Dropped onto certain countries and then mutated and then morphed into, well, it somehow just created in Peru. There, morphed in Peru and then rolled back out to the world. Right? Is that how it worked? That's not how these things work, Doctor. Not in the real world.
8: Well, you're correct in your uh, presentation of that. Uh, personally, I just think they're racist. I think that there's a, uh, there's uh we're going to get so so we get these racist viruses that hurt us. I don't know. I'm just joking, of course you're No, you're not, because it's true. It.
1: They say that blacks yeah. and, and if this is a man made bioweapon, weapon, which I'm convinced that it absolutely is intentionally released on the world. Um, look, there are racist or, origins. Black people and Latino people and everything else are having a lot harder time fighting this off than white people. So there that's, is a that's, racial that's, component already implemented in this thing.
8: There is indeed, and the eugenicists are very alive and well among us. I mean, these are people that are doing the racial purification thing. We say, oh, my goodness, Hitler, oh, yeah, he's got this Aryan pure race, blah, blah, blah. And the fact of the matter is there have been a eugenicists all down through history, including uh, Margaret Sanger, the, the gal that started the Planned Parenthood thing, and her association with uh, W.E.B. Du Bois, the great communist, and and the fact of the matter is, um, people have been trying to manipulate all of these things forever and ever and ever, and um, I I guess uh, I, what you've said, uh, not I don't guess, I uh, well, I've heard presentations by physicians. I am not a physician, but I have heard various physicians in the last year and a half, I've gone out of my way to get as much understanding and knowledge about this issue as I possibly can, and in fact, I think most of us that have really watched and paid attention our understanding of of these matters probably vastly exceeds your common everyday run-of-the-mill physician because they spend you know what a maybe maybe a half a day on vaccines and and uh, uh, these kinds of infections in in their older years of school and some of us have spent at least a thousand hours in the past year studying these things and your presentation about the idea about how these things modify over time shows how the system god set up works and how they they become kind of you, know, you hate to use you know a political term and that bush used a kinder gentler flavor but they but they come in your body recognizes them your body builds your t-cell antibodies you get yourself in a position where you can resist the different flavors of it that are going to come down the pike. And that's just the way the system works. And they're dinking around with it, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. And what's happening now is well, And that's why when I say,
1: hey, they're intentionally doing this. This is the weapon. Anything that comes out that makes sense, they don't want. I'll give you an example. Let's say that I beat this thing, which I'm confident that I will. We'll get into that in the last couple of minutes quickly on how and what and all that. But all I'm telling you is, what happens now that I have natural immunity? I beat the thing. I suffered for 20 days. I got the right medications. I eventually conquered this thing. Now, natural immunity is 10 times more valuable than vaccinated immunity. Anybody who understands vaccines and who has studied them for years will tell you this is factual. This is not debatable. This is factual. But they won't even acknowledge the natural immunity that many, 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 many more than vaccinated Americans probably uh, natural immunity Americans already have, Doctor. They're not even acknowledging that. That's nothing. with no, in
8: fact, in fact, to them, they're they're absolutely not just downplaying it. They're trying to do everything in their power to debunk the idea that natural immunity has any value. And why would they're they're saying, they do oh, such? Oh, a oh, thing? oh, you've had this all well. So you, but it's because they want you to take the jab. Not only is there a lot of money in it for this, but there's a long-term solution they're working on. And and we don't know there 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 is no uh, efficacy or safety studies that have been done that really are like what have been you are the well you you haven't taken the vaccine maybe we're the control group I don't know what we're talking about here maybe we're the placebo control group but the fact of the matter is that that there is a long term solution that they're shooting towards and it will be unending. I saw a thing the other day where there was this zombie-looking guy, and it says, uh, you standing in line for your 56th booster shot. you know. And it's like, there's, there's no end to this program. This is the way it's going to be, and we need to get over the idea that if we just hold our mouth just right, we hunker up and bunker down for two weeks to flatten the curve, everything will be okay. Folks, we're a year and a half into two weeks to flatten the curve. And there has never been less progress <laughs> and of anything in a period of time than there has been in the last year and a half. We have gone backwards. It's getting worse, and they're not going to let up. And so we've got to push back and say, no, no, not on my watch. This is not going All right, going remember to
1: this clear, uncontestable fact, ladies and gentlemen. None of the experimental vaccines which are being administered under emergency youth authorization in your government today, none of them have been fully approved by the FDA, period. But they run around and tell you they're safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective, and that's a lie. Okay? If they are experimental and they have not been approved through the normal processes, we cannot say they're safe and effective. And to do so, in my opinion, is medical malfeasance at the least, criminal statements, if you will, because they're deceiving the people. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci just came out, listen to this, he just came out and said on Thursday, what's that, yesterday, right, that while immune-compromised people will need to get COVID-19 booster shots very soon, it's likely all Americans will need them at some point as well. Look, Sam, let me just say this.
8: They are going to get FDA approval by hook or by crook. It will be a political decision, not a scientific decision that is well-reasoned and sound. The military has been committed that by mid-September they're going to have mandatory COVID vaccines, quote-unquote. This experimental vaccine thing that they always leave the experimental off, they're anticipating, I think, within the next month that there will be FDA approval. There is not one shred, not one iota of reason to believe that should happen scientifically. The VAERS reports alone would say there must be an immediate cessation of all administering of these things. The number of deaths, the number of adverse reactions, severe adverse reactions, life changing adverse reactions would indicate we're way beyond that point. This is a political decision. And the military now, sadly, tragically, and I've told you before how I was part of a uh, an experimental vaccine uh, situation 50-some years ago, that against my will, I was vaccinated. I'm suffering still today from those consequences. But the fact of the matter is, this is going to be their movement. And people need to say, basically, it'll come down to over our dead bodies, I'm afraid. I, but I, I'm f- fearful that peaceful Restoration is, is slipping through our fingers. I mean, people have got to grow back going, we've got to quit saying, oh, yeah, but my church leader said, if I'm going to go to church, if I just wear a mask, I'll be able to continue to worship. It's not going to end there, people. It's not. You are not going to get a little pat on the head and a gold star on your forehead, and they're going to say, you have been good people. Yes, yes, we're going, we're going to lighten the load for you for now. No, these people are diabolical. We must turn to God and his solutions because mankind seems to have been put in a pretty bad box right
1: now. There's no question about it. God is the only real solution to turn to for real help. In the meantime, though, there are some good news pieces. Let me give you an example. U.S. doctors can now legally prescribe ivermectin for COVID-19. It's a huge rule change by the NIH, ladies and gentlemen. Ivermectin is now a therapeutic option for doctors and prescribers. Um, January fourteenth, twenty twenty-one. This came out. Did you know that came out then? Well, they've been
8: deep sixing it, and um, you know the the, the medical. I know, but listen.
1: They now since January. Uh, 14 they can legally prescribe this so they've allowed it because a couple of powerful good doctors uh, Dr. Pierre Corey and dr. Paul Merrick pushed for this They're founding members of the frontline critical team It's COVID 19 critical care alliance is what it's called by the way um, Along with dr. Andrew Hill They all pushed for this and got this change made. But as i mentioned, no hospitals, no doctors, nobody's trained in the use of this at all. They don't understand it's the solution. You ask them about it and they're like, "Oh yeah, i can't get that. Oh yeah, that only works at the start of your treatment if it's a you know, you've been around for a while, uh, it's too late. Ah uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah, and whatever." And the bottom line is they never have these real solutions roll out even though they are approved. You got to know about them. You got to bring them up to your physicians. You got to struggle to find a physician that will prescribe it to you. People say, no, Sam, you can go get your own stuff. Just roll down to Cow Ranch, get some horsey stuff. You're about one tenth heavy as a horse, use a tenth of it. Uh, you put it in a nebulizer. Do this, do that. All these home remedies are great, but you know what? A lot of people are not very concerned. Or I'm sorry, a lot of people are quite concerned, like myself. When I'm super sick, I don't want to make mistakes. So you got to find the right physicians that will help you but they can give you literally a prescription, ivermectin, along with, and some doctors are saying tetracycline uh, is the antibiotic that can support it and that you can get well quickly. Well, I've been struggling for days and days and days to find the right doctor and get my prescriptions. That's held me up for quite some time. Well, Sam, just call frontline doctors. No, they take five days to even get back to you, folks. Okay, that's hospital day late, right, kind of thing. Uh, This is very difficult to accomplish. And we, the people, better learn to get together as a, as a unique community of natural people, of God-fearing patriots, because they're going to say to all of us, no whatever, no compassion. No vaccine, no compassion. And we better create our, our underground, or whatever you want to call it, our barter network, and we better do it fast. And then we better turn to God Almighty, or we're in serious trouble. For Dr. Scott Bradley, topreservethenation.com sun.com and for Sam Bushman, libertyroundtable.com, and lovingliberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America.